Yuma daf Lamed Vav. We're starting at the top of Lamed Vav. I'm out at the Gemara. Yesterday in the Mishnah we said, Bolo Eitzel Pare. The Kohen God will come next to his Pare board as a Chatas. Upare Hoyoyme Ben Ulam Mizbech. And his power was standing between the Ulam and the Mizbech. And as we explained yesterday, the power would stand on the west of the Mizbech, between the actual Mizbech and the Ulam, going toward the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kadashim. Now we know by all Kachi Kachim, the Din is, Shchitasim Bitzaf, and the Shchita has to be done in the north side of the Mizbech. As it says in the pasuk, "V'shachet oisai al yerecham is bech tzafina." They shecht kachim kachim on the side of the mizbech, which is tzafin. The pneum is bech. The opening or the front of the mizbech was the south side because that's where the ramp was. The back of the mizbech or the side of the mizbech was called the yerecham is bech, and that's on the opposite side, on the north side, where you just had the wall of the mizbech. So generally, as we know, regular kachim kachim, the shechita happens on the north side of the mizbech itself. Our mission said that the vidui and the smicha of the Kohen Gadol on the head of the par happened on the west side of the Mizbech between the Mizbech and the Ulam. And although our Mishnah only mentioned Vidu and Smicha, but of course the Shechita happened at that spot as well. As Rashi points out, Shevemakim Vidu Shachtai, that in the place where they did the Vidu, that's where they did the Shechita. As the Pasuk says, Vesamach Yadai, and then it says Vishachat. So you see that Shechita and Vidu happened in the same Makim. So Agamar is, Man Shamitz Leidam Abed Ulam Mizbech Tzafin. Who says that there's an idea that between the Ulam and Mizbech is Still considered suffer, and you're allowed to shech the carbon, which is kachi kachim, in that spot. So the Gemara answers, Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon. That's going according to the Shita of Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon. The Tani because we have a brisa, and we have a three-way machlekes as to the spot where you're allowed to shech a carbon that's kachi kachim. Let's just point out that all three are going to be based on the same pasuk. The pasuk says, as we said, Veshachat Oisa Al Yerachem is Bech Tzafay No Lefnei Hashem. So the din that the carbon, which is kachi kachim, has to have shechita on the side of the mizbech, which is to the north, and also has to be Lefnei Hashem in front of Hashem. So the Gemara says as follows: Ezut Tzafin, what's considered the north side of Mizbech, Mikir Shem Mizbech Tzafayi, but Kais Alazara Uchinega Kol Mizbech Kuloi. That's Tzafin. Did Rabbi Yisroel Rabbi Yisroel Rabbi Yisroel Shita is that what's considered north is the entire north side of Mizbech, but it has to be Mamish Kinega the actual building of the Mizbech. So there's a 32 amma wide Mizbech, and Lefi Rabbi Yisroel Rabbi Yisroel, you let us shech the carbon that's kachim kachim in any space in the width of the Mizbech of that 32 ammas, and then the length you could go all the way until you reach the wall. Which is the north wall of the base of Mikdash, that entire area would be kosher to Shech the Kachi Kachim. However, Abelazar Rab Shimon, Maisif, Apein Ulam Uzbech, Abelazar Rab Shimon says that I don't agree with Rabbi Yisrael Behuda that the only place you could Shech it and it's considered suffering is Mamish Kinegadim Uzbech, but even if it's on the north side of the base of Mikdash, as long as it's on the side that's closer to the Kaidish and Kaidish Kadashim, that's also going to be a Kiyam of a Shachat Isal Yerachim Uzbech to find out Hashem. And what's the Svaras of Achlikas between Rabbi Yisrael Behuda and Rabbi Shimon? Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yehuda holds when it says Al Yerachem Mizbech, it means it has to be Mamish next to the Yerachem Mizbech. However, Rabbi Yisrael Shimon holds the word Al means it has to be close to the side of Mizbech on the north side, and that's considered that's close to the Mizbech. In addition, when it says Lefnei Hashem, Rabbi Yisrael Shimon holds that that's considered Lefnei Hashem because it's close to the Kodesh and Kodesh Kedoshim. And the Brisa continues with the third Shita. Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi increases the area, and he says Af Makom Drisus Ragli Kohanim, Af Makom Drisus Ragli Yisrael. As long as it's on the right side of the Mizbech, which means on the north side of the Mizbech, in any area, even if it's Mamish, not connected the wall of the Mizbech, but it's on the north side of the base of Mikdash, that would also be a kiyam of the Shachar Eisal Yerachim Mizbech Tzafayna. It's still considered on the north side, and therefore it would be kosher to Shech the Kachikachim in that area. And the Brisa continues, Avol, Menachalifais, Ulufnim, Haklamaydim Shepasal, that there's no question, everyone agrees, that in the area called Beisachalifais, which was the area of the Ulam, where the Ulam was larger than the Kaidish and Kadashim, and it was wider by 
15 Amis on each side and jutted out to the north and to the left. And that area, that was called the Makam HaChalifas or the Beis HaChalifas where the Kohanim from all the Mishmaris had special lockers where they kept their knives and the Lashon of Chalif in Lashon of Arabic is the Lashon of knives. So those Shechita knives that they kept there, that was called the Beis HaChalifas. So in that area or the area that was actually outside Ulam on the right side which was on the north side all the way back on the Kaddish side on the Kaddish Kedoshim side all the way to the back you might think that's also considered suffering of the base of Middash and therefore you could shecht your Kachi Kachim over there as well that the Gemara says everyone agrees that you couldn't do that as Rashi explains the Kivan Sheinim is back near Hashem because from that spot you actually didn't have a visual and you weren't able to see the Mizbech and the Kari Yerach Mizbech for sure everyone agrees that's not considered the Yerach Mizbech now there's no question our Mishnah can't be going on Rabbi Yisra because according to Rabbi Yisra Rabbi the only place you could shecht the carbon of Kachi Kachim was only on the north side of the actual Mizbech and therefore over here we were shecht on the west side of the Mizbech that's definitely not considered Tzafin but our Mishnah is definitely going like Rabbi Lezer of Shimon because according to Rabbi Lezer of Shimon you could shecht the carbon that's Kachi Kachim on the west side of Mizbech because at least it's on the north side of the area of the Beis HaMikdash so the Gemara continues and says let's say that our Mishnah is only Rabbi Lezer of Shimon Rabbi and not going according to Rabbi at all and the Gemara at this point thinks that even though Rebbe just said that you're allowed to even shech the carbon that's kachi kachim, even in the makam of Jesus Ragley Kayanim and the makam of Jesus Ragley Yisrael, he is not adding on to Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Shimon, but he's adding on to Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yudo. Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yudo said that the only place that you could shech carbon that's kachi kachim is only kinegadah kalam mizbech kulitzafin, is only considered on the 32 Amma area that's mamish right next to the mizbech on the north side. And Rebbe is arguing on Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yudo and saying that he's even shechted even the makam Jesus Ragley Kayanim and in the Jesus Ragley Yisrael, but the Gemara has a Havmira that according to Rebbe, you can't shecht Kachi Kachim on the west side of the Mizbech. On that, the Gemara says that of course that's not true. I feel Tim Rebbe, of course the Mishnah could be Rebbe, because Hashtu Rebbe at Rabbi Yisrael Behuda Maisif, if Rebbe is Maisif on the dinner of Rabbi Yisrael Behuda, and he says not only can you shecht it right next to the Mizbech, but he can even shecht it somewhere where it's much further from being Lefnei Hashem, and Rebbe is allowing you to do a shechita of Kachi Kachim even closer to the east of the Beis Amigdash, which is much further from the Kaidish Kaidish So, of course, he's definitely going to be Maisa Rabbi Lezbab Shimon. Of course, he agrees to the Shita Rabbi Lezbab Shimon that he could definitely shecht it in the area that's on the west side of the Bech, which is much closer to the Hashem. It's closer to the Kaidish Kaidish Kadashim. So, the Gemara says, that the Amisha could go not only like Rabbi Lezbab Shimon, but of course, it could be going like Rabbi as well. But the Gemara points out what the Gemara's question originally was, and not Haki Kamina, our question at the beginning was, because e Rabbi, he, if our Mishnah is going like Rebbe, why do we say the Kohen Gadol has to stand on the west side of Mizbech? Lechari, he could stand anywhere in Hazar. He could stand on the west side of Mizbech. He could stand on the side of the Mizbech itself. Or he could stand even in the Makam of the Drusus Ragli Akainim or the Drusus Ragli Yisrael because that's a Makam that's kosher to Shecht Kachi Kachim. But on this question also, the Gemara responds and says, Elamai Reb Lezer Reb Shimini, what are you going to say? Our Mishnah is Dafka going like Reb Lezer Reb Shimini, Venukbe Be Mizbech Lukaisel. According to Reb Lezer Reb Shimini also, why do you say the Kohen Gadol has to specifically stand on the west side of Mizbech? Which is in the north side of the Beis Hamikdash, Lachayir, you could say, and between the Mizbech and the Kaisel, just like the din is according to Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Huda, and that also is a proper spot to be able to go and do shkita of Kachi Kachim El Ma'isel Chameima. So it must be that the reason why our Mishnah said they have to stand specifically in the west side, even according to Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Shimon, is Mishum Choshu the Kain Gadol, because since today is Yom Kippur, and on Yom Kippur the Kain Gadol performs all that Veda, and he's going to be tired. Therefore, we want to make sure that when he goes and he does a shkita on his para, where afterwards he has to take all the dam and carry it into the Kaidish, into the Kaidish Kadashim. So therefore, because we want to make sure that he doesn't get tired, we kept it as close as possible to the Kaidish Kadashim. And the Rebbe Nami, according to Rebbe 
also will have the same tariffs. In the Chanami, according to Rebbe, that Shechita of Kachi Kachi could be done anywhere in the Tzafin of the base of Middash, even in the Makkab Jesus Ragli Kainim and the Makkab Jesus Ragli Israel. However, Mishul Chosh the Kayin Gadol, because in Kippah, we want to make sure that we don't tire out the Kayin Gadol. Therefore, we specifically said that his power should stay on the west side of the Mizbech, which is the closest area to the next spot where he's going to walk, and he's going to go into the Kayish Gadashim with the blood. And therefore, we kept him in that era, and that's Pshat that our Mishra could be going not only like Rabbi Elizabeth Shimon, but it even could be going, of course, like Rabbi. And to understand the Havmin of the Gemara, where the Gemara asks, Lame of like Rabbi, if Lachari, this question is even a question according to Rabbi Elizabeth Shimon, I in the top tesis on the Amin, Nukme Bein Hamizbech, Ulukaisal. And the Gemara continues, Rachel Darum, Panalamari, we said that the Behemoth would stand on the west side of Hamizbech, but you place it where its head was facing the south side of the base of Middush, and its back was towards the north side, Upanalamari, and then you turned its face towards the Mayav and towards the Kaidish and towards the Kaidish Kadashim. Zakimar Hekamishkatla, what does this mean? Amrav, as we just explained, but Aikamis Rashi, where you just twist its head in order that its head is facing towards the Kaidish and Kaidish Kadashim. Fertimar, Vinukmul Hedia, if you want its head and its face towards the Kaidish and Kaidish Kadashim, why do you put it in a Mizrach to Mayav fashion, where its head would be towards the Mayav and its back would be towards the Mizrach, which would be to the side wall of the Mizbech? So Amrav, Xer Shem Yabit's Klam, the reason why we don't do it that way is because if you put it in a fashion where it would be standing its face towards the Mayab and its back towards the east, it would turn out that if it actually relieved itself in the base of Migdash, then its excrement would actually be near the Mizbech, and that would not be proper covered to the Mizbech. As Rashi says, And therefore, the that its tail was towards the north, and and its head was towards the south, and therefore its back was not even near the Mizbech. That they actually didn't even pull it towards the south, the entire length of the par, only part of its body was between the Ulam's back, and therefore its backside was actually further away from the Mizbech, and even was Matalme, it actually never went even close to the Mizbech itself. Now, the Ritva says that there's a Medrash that says that the Behemoth was never Matalglalim in the base of Medrash, but still we say this because Ain Saimchen Al Hanes. And we continue with the Gemara, Tanarabana, we learn, Ketzad Saimch, how do you do Smicha? This is not by the Kayin Gadol Yom Kippur, but every single Kayin that's doing that Vedim Mesh Mikdash, and they would do Shrita of Kachi Kachim on the north side, as we explained. The actual animal was situated on the north side of the Mizbech, and its face was towards the west. Now over here, there's a Shiloh. It doesn't mean that only its face was torn toward the Mayav, but its body was situated in Safin Darim fashion. Or like Rashi explains, over here there was no problem of Xer Hashem Yabitz because it was on the side of Mizbech. We're talking about Kachi Kachim during the year, and therefore they actually situated the animal that it was facing the west, and its back was towards the east. And there was no problem of being Matal Glalim. The Gemara continues, and then he placed his two hands between the two horns of the actual animal and both hands were separated it wasn't one on top of the other there can't be anything between his hands and the actual carbon you can't put a paper there and you can't even put one hand on top of the other and you go and did video when you had a chatas you said so chatas as we know comes for any avera that if you did it b'mezid you'd be chayiv karis and therefore if you do it b'shagig you'd be chayiv a carbon chatas for example if you mechal Shabbos, val Oshem, avayin Oshem. For Oshem, you go and be misvada. That very did that you mischayev an Oshem for. For example, there's a Asham Elis, Asham Gzelis, etc. The al Oila, and on an Oila, you also had a din to go and be misvada. Now, the an Oila doesn't come for any Avera. So the Gemara explains you misvada avayin lekha chikopeya. The Avera for lekha chikopeya. So, for example, if someone had lekha chikha and they took it, or he goes and takes all of his tour from his field and he doesn't leave over peya, there's an Issa and now you bring a carbon oil and that will be mishapa for these averes. And the 
Gemara says not only was it mischapa for the Avera of Lecha Chikopeya, it would also be mischapa for the Avera of Maisa Ani. The Gemara says, Rabbi these are the words of Rabbi Yisraeli. Now Rashi is not going to the word Maisa Ani because Rashi says the only thing Rabbi Yisraeli is saying that the Oila comes to be mischapa is anything that you don't have any kapara for in the Torah. However, Maisa Ani, which is included in Vidur Maisa, when you have the Vidur Maisa for Maisa Sheni, where it says and it says over there the Gamnes Levi, which includes Maisa Rishon, and when it says it includes Maisani. Since there is a Vidu Maisus on that, therefore there's no din that the Oila will be Mechapa them because they have another Kapara that's available for them. I entice that he is Gairus Maisani and he asks Rashi that Lukhari, even though you write Maisani is included in Vidu, but it's not Mefurish and therefore it needs a Kapara and therefore the Oila will be Mechapa on it. And Tysis actually he brings in another point and he says, the Vidu the Hasam, the Vidu of Maisha Shani, Hainukashadin. The whole point over there is to say I did it properly, but and I did it properly. But over here, this video is actually on a person that did not do it properly, and therefore he had an avera, and therefore Zuck Tysis that this kapara of the Oila comes for the Maisani as well as Lachayr Lefitaisis. It should also be for Maisurishain and for Maisurishain as well, I and Shum. And we continue with our Gemara. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva argues Rabbi Yisrael Levi and says, This Oila is not coming to be Mechapa, Ella Alase, only for someone that is over on an the Alase, or someone that's over on a lav in that case there's no Malchus and therefore we need a Kapara and that's why we have an Oila and it'll be Mechap on a lav so before we get to the next Gemara let's understand the Rabbi Kiva on a very simplistic basis Rabbi Kiva is just saying that the only time an Oila could come is only on any Avera that there's no Kapara at all so for example on Kares you have a Chathas on other Averas for example there's Misubide Shemayim then there's no Din to bring any Kapara on it if you did a Bishagig or other, any other way however Benigea a say or a Say, where there's no Malchus and therefore no Kapara, on that we have a din that you could bring an Euler and that is Mechapa. And therefore he's arguing on Rabbi Yisrael because the case of Leka Chikopay and Maisa Ani, in those cases, they're regular lab, and since they're regular lab, you get Malchus, and therefore there's no Kapara of the Euler available to you. Now just keep in mind that Tysus is that why did Rabbi Kiva specifically say a Lav He could have also spoken about Lav Shebeklalis and Lav Shein by Maisa, where again there's no actual Kapara available to you because there's no Malchus, and therefore Lechera. The oil should be mechapa. I entices where he explains why, even if you're Rabbi Kiva, the oil is not mechapa on the lav shebeklolis or lav sheim b'maisa. But the Gemara continues and says like this: the Micah Mifli, what's machlekes between Rabbi Yisrael and Rabbi Kiva? So the Gemara says, "I'm Rabbi Yemiah." Rabbi Yemiah says, and we turned that lamed vav on the base. The lav de nevela come mifli. The machlekes between Rabbi Yisrael and Rabbi Kiva is based on the lav of nevela. What are we referring to? So let's explain this before we get into the Gemara. By the lav of nevela, as well as the lav and by lechet shechopeya, it's a very interesting lav. By Lav Nevela, for example, it says, You should not eat Kol Nevela, which is Lav. And the Torah also says that there's an Asayah. Don't eat it by yourself, but give it to a Ger that lives amongst you or to a guy. Now, that Lav and that Asayah is not a Lav Shanitic Asayah, because if you ate Nevela, there's no way to fix that by doing the Asayah. Once you eat it, you can't give it to the Ger. And therefore, that Asayah, it's almost like saying it before the Lav and saying, instead of eating it by yourself, make sure that you give it to a guy or to a ger toishim. And as Rashi says, this is called an asay de basri, the asay that's after it, may karamash, but it's almost like it said it originally before it gave you the actual lav. And therefore, it's not a lav shenit to glasay. This is exactly the way the psukim read by leka chikopeya. As it says, then it says, and of course, it means beforehand, before you actually do the ksira, make sure to give it to an and a ger. Same thing. 
So by all of these, it's almost like it's saying this assay prior to doing these isurim, make sure to give it to these people, but it's not coming to fix up the lab and saying if you did a lab, now leave it to an onion again. And therefore, in the case where there's a lab of the Nevela, as well as the lab by Lechat Shikhopeya, there's a machoikat between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Sikhlili. Rabbi Kiva saw a lab value. This is a regular lab, and you actually get malchus because it's not a lab, Hanitik Lasei. And since there's actually a kapara because you get malchus, that it can't be that an oil is coming to be mechapa for Lechat Shikhopeya because it's actually malchus if you're Ivan Lechat Shikhopeya. However, Rabbi Sikhlili saw a lab lab value. Rabbi Sikhlili holds that there is no malchus if you're Ivan the lab of Lechat Shikhopeya, not because it's a lab, Hanitik Lasei, but because the Lasei that was written after the lab, and therefore it's not dumya to the lab of Chasima. We know the way we learn about Malchus is because it says the din of Malchus next to the lab of Chasima, which of course we know is the lab of Leisachs of Shabbatisha. You shouldn't muzzle your animal while it's working in the field, and therefore everything that has Malchus has to be similar to the lab of Chasima. And Zokra basically, you might be right that this is not a lab of say, but you still don't get Malchus over here because it has that say after the lab, and therefore it's not similar to the lab of Chasima. And this is how Rabbi Yemi learns the between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Sikhlili that's based on the lab of Nevela. But Abayam, Abayam says, no, the Kulayam, Lav the Nevela, Lav Mal Even Rabbi Yisrael agrees that when you have the Lav Nevela, even though there's not say afterwards, it's still made Karmashma, and it's a real Lav, and you would get Malchus on the Lav Nevela. Because when it says, Lagesh of it's impossible to go and give it to the Ger after you ate the Nevela. However, the Hakkab bin Ge, Lecha Chikopeya, Betazo Kamifli, Machlekes is on the words that it says at the end of the Issa of Lecha Chikopeya, it says, The Rabbi Kiva Sub Tazo made Karmashma. Rabbi Kiva holds that those words is actually giving an assay before you actually do the Issa of Lechat Shechopeya. It's not an assay that comes after a lav to fix it up. It's not a lav hanitik assay, but it's an assay before the lav, and therefore you get malchus, and it doesn't fit into the pasha of lav hanitik assay. Basically, the Sava Hashtamashra basically says that in a chanami, of course, you have to leave it for an ani and a ger, but it's also telling us that if you were liking it, if you collected it, and you were even the lav, then still nitkla kasul assay, it's still a lav hanitik assay, and it turns being mitzavi you to leave it for an Oni and a Ger, and therefore it is a Lava Nikolase, and there is no Malchus. Now, two quick points. First of all, Tyson asks, why did the Gemara say, Beloved in the Vela Kamifli? Why didn't it say, Beloved the Trefer, which is a similar type of Lav? And number two, Tyson asks, which is in the middle of Tyson, says, Avatemali, Amaila Kama, Lecha Shukhopea, Ikabinao, Uplia Gedelum, the Shabbat, Lecha Shukhopea, the Iribab, Benaka Nevela. Why do we even talk about Nevela at all? In addition, I'm not sure about this, but Lechari, it seems that a Quintra basically, he's not Chalikar Mekiba, he holds, of course, any Lav Shadiklase or an assay, they would actually be the oil would be mechapa. But basically, they're just adding that lecha chikopeya is also something where it's a lav hanit lasei, and therefore the oil is also mechapa and lecha chikopeya. Rabbi Kiva just arguing and saying lecha chikopeya is now lav hanit lasei, and therefore Rabbi Kiva says the only time the oil could be mechapa is only for nasei or for lav hanit lasei. Tanur Rabbanu, we learned to the brayso ketem and svada. What's the order of vidui? We say a vc pashati v'chatasi. These are three words that we use, and in this order, as we'll explain in a moment. V'chem b'star mishdalech huayma, and the pasuk actually. Says benegeda starmish lech this vadol of his kol avinus bnei yisrael you'll do vidu of all the avirus of bnei yisrael that's kol peshayim lechol chatoyim so it says avinus then peshayim and then chatoyim v'chayim moishu aimer moishu also said hakadosh baruch is a noisy oven he carries the avirus upasha v'chata divrei rameya these are the words rameya and that's like on mishnah the chumrim however the chum say avinus elos dains we know avinus refers to someone that does an avir bezodin he might be lete oven but he's doing bezodin he does it on purpose v'chayim aimer he carries the carries hanefeshahi avinu ba when someone says a lashon pasha, it means someone that's rebellious. He's doing.
doing it, but not only is he doing it because he has a desire for it, but he's doing it because he wants to rebel against the Kaddish Baruch Hu. V'cheinu Oimah, Melech Ma'ya Pasha be Oimah. Says another pasuk, Al Tifshel Livno Be'Esahi. Again, it'll use the lashon of Pasha when it's referring to someone that's rebelling, and of course, being rebellious is worse than a zaden. L'chol Chataisam, and when it says the lashon Chataisam, Elash Kagas, that's referring to someone that does something by mistake. V'cheinu Oimah. And the riot to this is because we bring a carbon chatas on a shagig, and over there it says Nefesh Kisechta Bishkaga. If you say the order of video is Avisi Peshati and then Chatasi, if you already said video on Zdainis and Yesa Kaj Baruch, and when you're rebellious, do you have to now ask for Shagig? Of course, he's going to be Mechapi you on Shagig. It must be that the order of video was as follows First, you ask forgiveness for something you did with Shagig, then you say Avisi because that's something where you did Bemezid, but it was something with Tehavan, or Peshati, and then you do it for Merida, which of course is the worst. And also the says So you see the of comes first. So what does Moshe mean when he said that Kashbarhu forgives someone that does Avinus and then Pasha and then Khata? So the Gemara explains on Moshe for the Kashbarhu, Shad and Pasak as follows. Moshe said when Klai saw does a chet in front of you, but isn't tshuva, and they do tshuva, and of course this is tshuva meyira because tshuva meava actually is the dinus nasas kishchuyes, but aslam's dinus kishkagis over here. A zodin will be like shaking, and therefore the pasuk means Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the noisy of an upesha, and if someone does tshuva meyira, Hakadosh Baruch Hu will turn it into averes that are only shaking. Dr. Gemara Amar Av Bashmul Amar Av Halach Kedivercham the Halach Falz Acham that the kain would say Chatasi Avisi Upeshatu Lufnecha Ani Ubesi. Dr. Gemara Pshita of course. You might think that we should pass on Rameya because the Torah seems like Rameya, because even though we had a Pshat to explain when we said, but the Maisa, the Pasuk Benigay, the Star Mishdalech, actually says in the first, this battle of us called Voynus Benizel, then it says Beshem, and then it says Chatoisam. So the Gemara says, Kamashbal, and we still pass on like Rabbanon. It was a person that went to Davin in front of Rabbi Anyam Kippur, and he was saying the Seder Avoida for other Rameya, and he said the Avoida like Rameya. We Said Avisi Peshati, and then he said Chatasi on Malay. So Rabbi said back, Shafik Rabbanon, but Avdus Kramea, are you leaving the Rabbanon and you're going and passing Kramea? On Malay, Kramea is really Kidachsib, the Sefer Rice and Mesha, I'm passing Kramea because it makes sense to me because that's the way the Torah says that Benigate, I'm waiting for Kippur by the star Mishdalech. Rabbi didn't respond. Zotimar by the Torah, we learned it says in the Pasuk, by the power of the Kain Gadol, the Chippa Ba'adai Uva Ad Besoi, and therefore we learned the Kapar's Dvarm HaKasmadabad is referring to Vidoi. At the Ayman, the Kapar's Dvarm, do you say it's referring to Vidoi? Maybe it's referring to Zrika Saddam, which is the standard kapara for an animal. So, done. let's have a limud, which will be Xerishav. It says over here, but again, the power of Aaron kapara. Venemel alone and says, but again, the Sarmish the word kapara. Ma kapara mur besara. Just like by the Sarmish Talech, must be referring to Vidui because there was no dam by the Sarmish Talech because it was thrown off of a cliff. And the Zrika Saddam was not the thing that was in Machap over there. Ab kapara mur besara. Also, the kapara that says by the power of the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur. Tvarim is referring to Vidui. The Brisa continues and says, If for whatever reason you can have some sort of way to go and respond to this Xerish Shabbat, and you're going to tell me that really the Vichipa that talks about the power is talking about Zrika Saddam, I'll bring your Raya from the Pasuk itself because the Pasuk says, And only after it says the Lashem Kapur, then it says, And we see clearly that it says the Lashem of Vichipa prior to the Shrita. Of course, that can't be talking about Zrika Saddam. Like the Gemara. 
So Fred Gemara will be a teretz on the first way we learned that we had a limut from the word kapara that it says by the par to the word kapara that it says by the sar mishleach. On that the Gemara says v'chitema because you might say neil misar nasmifnim. Maybe we should learn from the sar that's nasmifnim shekapara sabedamim over there the kapara does have a bedamim and therefore maybe by the par that claim brings also it's bedamim. However, that's why we bring the pasuk of the chipa by dying lenishka par and we will stop over here.